everybody out there in podcast land listening to this uh, amazing program right now. We got Jigs and Bigs for you. It's another Tuesday. We have a great show lined up. We have uh, both co-hosts in the house tonight. We got Who the Fuck is Joe Brown with us? We got Sean the Fisherman, although a very hoarse and very ill-sounding Sean the Fisherman. I'm sure we're going to get all the gory details. It is about that time of year, folks, where this show gets a little bit crazy. Uh, what I want to talk about is this. Uh, there was a couple of us. We got out on the water. We did some fishing. Your boy caught some fish uh, this week. We're going to talk about that. A couple of things that have been going on we want to touch base on. Uh, tickets are available now for the 200th celebration show going on on January the 13th at the Hofper House. It's a game dinner. We're celebrating our show, our 200th episode, which is amazing. But we're also doing this in the name of a good cause. We're going to be talking about Veterans Day uh, as well. But Veterans Inc. is the benefactor of our big event, so please be a part of it. We're going to hear all about that stuff coming up in just a bit, guys. We also have, it. like I said, it's that time of year. We have a new little bit of... Uh, discussion we're going to have today and shockingly about food we're going to talk about food in this week's show and a couple of like it's a real standout spots recently that uh, i've experienced we're going to get feedback from joe and sean as well guys don't go too far we got much more good stuff coming up more jigs and bigs action for you guys we got a house full of jig heads they're infesting the place we'll see you guys in a bit don't go too far much more coming up after this I love that we have jig heads jumping in here, greeting us. We've got Adam Blomicky in the house with us. Adam, who is going to be uh, the passenger uh, when I'm headed out to the Columbus Fishing Expo in February. So we're going to have a good time. And I'm sure there's going to be lots of stories told, lots of sardines shared. You name it, it's going to be a whole lot of fun. But uh, I'm really looking forward to this debauchery that's going to happen in Columbus. It's going to be a blast. We also have Pat Martin with us saying good evening. How you doing, Pat? Hope everything is well with you. I, I did see that that Pat... Pat did get his tickets for the uh, the big show. So for Pat, we want to give a big round of applause. And uh, yeah, I mean, you know, we got to, we got some good stuff going on. Um, before we get kicked off, I want to uh, just just kind of talk uh, to the listeners of the show that aren't seeing the production of this early. The the the, the non jig heads. Folks, you guys probably hear us talk to these guys a lot in the show. Folks jump in here like Jay Basson chiming in here saying good evening. Um, you know, we talk with these folks. They're our jig heads. They're basically the subscribers of our Patreon, uh, which if you go over to jigsandbigs.com, you can sign up. There's a little button there that says become a member. You can click that button and uh, go ahead and get right on there. In fact, I'm going to be re uh, redoing the website in a, with a serious overhaul very, very soon. Um, that's kind of like my pet project this winter. I want to kind of get that kind of underway. This is probably going to come in between shows. Fingers crossed, but uh, it's going to be kind of crazy. Um, you know, you, you hear us talk about these jig heads, but there's all kinds of good reasons why you should be a jig head. If you love this show and you're listening each and every week, being a jig head means that you get an exclusive link to our YouTube channel to see a private, or not even a private, just a, an unpublished uh, stream of this show. Each and every week, all the gory details, the inside jokes, the stuff that gets cut out, uh, not much, but there is some stuff that gets cut out. And it's juicy. And, uh, you know, we have lots of conversations and engage with them, and we love having them in here. It's like, it's like having a fourth co-host. 
You know, it really is. So if you guys are interested in that, you can check us out on Patreon. Uh, if you're following us on Instagram, all you got to do, you can actually go to the link in our bio, our link tree. All kinds of great stuff is there for you to check out, including, just like it is at jigsandbigs.com, a link to purchase your tickets for the 200th episode. We're going to talk more in depth about that later. <sighs> guys, how are you? How was your week? Doing good. Week was awesome. Uh, no complaints here. Yeah, very good. And Sean? I feel like shit. Yeah. <laughs> Sean sound like shit. So fri- Friday night, I uh I you know, I, I hosted trivia where I normally do. And uh Sean had I'm gonna just tell this whole story because this is this is solid gold. Sean had uh, told me earlier in the day, he's like, yeah, he's like, I got a package for you from uh, our our friends up uh, in Alexandria Bay. Um, Chris and Christina had dropped off a little bit of a package and uh, with a a descriptive marking on the sides of the uh, on the sides of it of of what the contents were. Um, This was some uh, culinary items, we'll say, and some sweet treats. This we'll just go ahead and say that. and he goes, yeah, he's like, I've had this in my freezer for like a week. He's like, I'm going to bring it and, you know, drop it off. I was like, okay, cool. Sounds good. So I'm packing up at the end of the night and I hadn't seen Sean at all. I was like, what the hell? All right. Well, maybe, maybe you forgot. No problem. I'll pick it up whenever, you know, I'm nearby or something like that. No big deal. I come out and I see his truck parked right next to mine. And I was like, oh, no shit. I'm like, oh. Maybe, maybe you couldn't get a parking spot. That has happened recently where it's been crazy. You know, it's been super busy in here. And I'm like, so maybe he just, just rolled in now. And uh, I'm out there. I was like, hey, what's up? And he goes, Bobby, don't get too close. I'm sick as fuck. And I could tell right away, like, he sounded fucking god awful. I was like, yeah, that's rough. So I, uh, he, he makes the drop. He makes the drop. I get home and I open up this bag and in this bag, there was a, a, a stick of butter. Okay. And, uh, let's just say that this butter has certain magical properties, certain magical properties that can be used to take you on a culinary journey that could then take you and open up your consciousness potentially, or just make you super sleepy. Um, and, uh, probably a little bit of both tell you the truth. So I pop that <laughs> into my freezer for future use. And then there was this tiny little plastic box with these blue items. And I was like, I'm not a hundred percent sure what those are. So I messaged Chris and I said, Hey, just curious, man. Um, what are these? And are they Tide Pods? And they weren't. Um, and he said, I'm not hundred percent sure what the dosages are on these edibles, but, uh, that's half the fun is kind of learning it. So I'd say like start slow. And, uh, after I got in from fishing on Saturday, did a whole nine hour stint <laughs> after I got done fishing on Saturday, I, uh, got back to the house and I said to queen beef, I said, would you care to indulge in one of these treats? And she said, yes, Absolutely. <laughs> I was like, do you want to go have these on one? And she's like, no, just give me one straight up. And I was like, all right, we'll go one to one. We're not going anywhere. Good to go. So I popped one of these things and shortly after went to Mars. She did not. I'm convinced that her body processes like can of butter and oils and stuff differently. And so she had a second one. And I was I was in bed by 8 p.m. I was out. I had the dog upstairs. I'm like sleeping. I slept until seven o'clock this morning, uh, straight through just like a champ. Oh my God. It was so nice. 
she was up until 1 a.m. <laughs> like playing video games. And she's like, nothing. This is crazy. And this has happened before. Like I've tried like other products and stuff. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'll try this brand of whatever. Or it's like, you know, lots of times like the chocolate bars, they work great for me, just not for her. Uh, so she's like, yeah, this is weird. I don't know what it is. I'm like, more for me. Uh, so that was interesting. And I got up early this morning with a purpose because there is a local dispensary near us. Again, here we are less than 10 minutes in. I'm talking about weed. Fuck. Um, anyway, <laughs> I wake up this morning cause, uh, an old bandmate of mine and a good friend had messaged me late Saturday night with a post from Canna Provisions. Uh, located local, locally right near me. And he was like, yeah, they're doing this breakfast thing. It's like a wake and bake thing. We should go. All it is is that they're open now, I think an hour early <laughs> and they have like coffee and donuts, which is <laughs> wonderful. So I got there and I want to try a couple of items. So I, I picked up a, uh, these are apple fritter pre-rolls right here that we're going to try. They're from smash. Uh, smash is a, a local company. Um, and I think they actually work directly with, can of provisions. And then uh, I picked up a brand of their gummies in a limoncello flavor. And uh, Queen Beef really liked those. Those were my little, uh, I guess, I guess consolation prize for her. I was like, hey, you, you got you got the shaft on those other, other on the Tide Pods. Try these. So she's happy. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was just crazy. And I had lots of running around to do. Like, this has been a really, really busy week. Um, Joe and I can uh, talk our week as far as fishing because I think the only fishing that any of us have done, Joe and I have done together, though I did do a, a little extended fishing afterwards. So um, why don't, how, how, what's the best way for timeline to do this? Why don't we review our session, Joe, and then I'll talk about the bank sesh with Pavlik. Yeah, yeah. let's do it. So I had, I had full intentions of going out on Saturday because I knew I had the entire day. And I've, I've been really just jonesing to experiment more with Wachusett Reservoir. Like, if I'm going to fish the bank, I'm going to fish the fucking bank. You know what I mean? Like, you can't take a boat out there. I couldn't take my kayak if I wanted to. You know, so I'm like, yeah, let's just go there. Diverse species, big fish. But there's a lot of stuff. Like, I only fished ever, like, a couple of spots there. So I'm looking around at some different maps, and I'm like, okay, this could be kind of a cool area. Maybe I'll try this. Maybe I'll try this spot. And I came up with a list of, like, four or five. And I asked my buddy, if uh, my buddy Paul, if he wanted to go. And he's like, oh, I got a bunch of shit I got to do. You know, ain't nobody got time to go out and fish with you, Bobby, you motherfucker. So I said, uh, nah, that's fine. All right, man. You know, I'm, I'm going to make my plans to go. And then, you know, if you want to catch up later, then cool. Side note, I forgot I told him that. <laughs> so just keep that in mind. So then I'm asking around a bunch of folks if anybody wants to tag along. And I ran this past Joe. And Joe's like, yeah, man, that sounds cool. He's like, I'll let you know if I'm up for it. And then Friday rolls around. And he goes, uh, and I messaged him. He's like, dude, I totally forgot about this. He's like, I'm actually thinking I'm going to take the boat out for the last jaunt of the year. And I was like, well, I mean, you know, if you need a co-angler in that situation, I'm, I'm available. You know, it, it, that is my favorite way to fish. And uh, he's like, fuck it, let's do it. So we made plans. We met at a local spot, spot I had never fished before. Um, spot that, Joe, you said you, you've never fished it this late in the year, right? Never this time of the year, no. Yeah, it was no, interesting. It's kind of like a, it's it's really my like uh, late spring, early early summer spot. Mm -hmm. 
that I like to go to, but yeah. And actually, at, when I went up to the ramp, I realized I had fished. There's a small pond like right there near the ramp, and I had fished there before, but I was like, oh, I didn't even realize that that's what lake this was. So, I mean, you know, I had zero expectation. I woke up, man, and it was it was 34 degrees, 33 degrees, something like that. Yeah, it was cold. And I got all packed up, you know, thermal underwear, the whole nine. Like, I am bundled up. I stopped and I got my AFCO uh, Reaper jacket, my outer shell, because I know we're going to have some wind blowing. And uh, I grabbed that out of my storage unit, and I was like, all right, let's go ahead and do it. So we go and we head out. And uh, I'll tell you what, if uh, if you were looking for perch, it was one hell of a day. It was. Yeah, it was. Because I caught, I caught half a dozen perch, which oh, yeah. was insane. Insane. Um, well, I mean, there were just, I mean, you saw the live scope. Yeah. There's fucking a million of them just stacked up in those old lilies. Just- and I'm glad you said that because like for like y- you see just all these fish, but you have no idea what they are. You know, like you really don't. And it's just like, I'm going to throw this over there. We'll see what can happen. Although there was a couple of times where I hooked into one and and Joe was like, I knew you were going to get bit there. Like I saw that shit happen. And I'm like, well, fuck, that's pretty fucking (laughs) slick. Um, Just it it was a good time. Um, You laid into a good one, Joe. Yeah. One decent large So So first off, what I will say is it was fucking cold. I woke up. I, I actually... Excuse me. I uncovered the boat the night before, so I wouldn't have to do it in the morning. And I go out there, and it's like all frosted over. I mean, you saw it when I was like this fucking. It was when crunchy. I got there, the compartments were still kind of frozen. I was yep. like, oh god. Um, but yeah. So and then we we got to the ramp, and they had already started the drawdown. So I was like, fuck. I was like, yeah, I knew it was gonna be kind of a pain in the ass to either get the boat off or on. And uh. Mm. I got it off pretty easy. I mean, we had no issues yeah, that's getting no it off. Issues. Um, but yeah, we got out Hang there. And, uh, <laughs> it uh, it took a minute for us to find some fish. I mean, we weren't even like scoping them really. No. Um, I mean, I, w- I was seeing, I you know, I saw a couple. Of, I, I really think they are kind of like in that deeper water, maybe belly to the bottom. But uh, yeah, I, I I hooked into that one. Um, on that, we went to uh, a couple spots that I thought we would hit something, and we didn't. Um, you hooked into that one on that knee knocker, right? No. Oh, that, that wasn't a knee knocker. Oh, yes, it was. I'm sorry. Oh, yes, okay. yes, 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 yes. It was. Yep, yep, it was. Um, so, yeah, that was a nice one. I mean, maybe like a two-pound fish, but yeah. it, was, it was fat. It was fat. Definitely the biggest um, of the day. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. But, uh yeah, I mean, other than being fun, and then the wind picked up like a motherfucker. Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't expecting that. It I was mean, gusty. It, it, it was really howling. was. It was, it was kind of nuts. Yeah, um, nah. yeah. It was, it was, and that sun, like it would go behind a cloud, and you were just yeah. like, you were, you were paying for it. It was bad. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was cold. Yeah, I was and going. Bobby caught every perch in the lake twice. Pretty much. Pretty yep. much. It was <sighs> ridiculous. Like it felt like thirty-five perch. Um, I did land a largemouth there, uh, mixed yeah. in with some of those perch, and I was like, "All right, mission accomplished." I feel pretty good about this. And we fished until uh, after around like twelve, twelve thirty, I think, something yeah. like that. Yeah, about about noon time. We, we got about till. about five hours in, and and it was like we were both like, "Listen, I'm not too proud to say it's fucking cold. We can yeah. call it," and uh, which is fair, would definitely fair. Yeah. So yep. then, 
Um, I had left and I actually, I had stopped in to get a coffee at a local cafe um, right up near the launch there. And we're going to be talking about this in segment three, because this is kind of what gave me the idea to talk about it. But what an experience. I left there and headed back home. Now, remember, I had a conversation with Paul earlier in the week and he's like, yeah, I won't be around until about two. And it was like one o'clock now. And I'm just, just, just getting closer to home. And I get a text. He's like, hey, dude. I'm going to be ready around two. They're just about done with my car. So let me get back to the house and grab my gear. To which I was like, oh, shit. I forgot. Okay. Yeah. Quick text to the wife to let her know I was going to be a little bit later. And I'm like, yeah, we're going to go hit the bank for a little bit. So we hit a spot that is is on that short list of local lakes that when I first started fishing, it was just a go-to spot to me. Um it's a little bit tricky to to fish, um, and I've found a couple of spots that I like that produce generally really well. So I said, hey, man, let's just go to that one spot, this one point that I'm thinking of, and it's a little bit of a hike. So we make our way over there, and there's nobody out there, um, and it's 2 o'clock. I'm like, we have about two and a half hours of daylight. Let's send it. Let's go for it. Uh, I was throwing the same presentation at that body of water. I tried other things first. I started actually a little bit more obnoxious because the wind over there was much more, it was less sheltered um, in that spot where we were as compared to actually the rest of the lake. So it was just howling. And so I'm like, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll try some more, you know, ag aggressive shit. I did get a tap on the, uh, on the knee knocker, but nothing super committed. I tried, uh, I tried a chatterbait in there. I tried a couple other things and it was, it ended up being that tiny three inch swim bait on a really, really light jig head. Um, just, just moved super painfully slow and, uh, they, they choked it. Actually, both the fish there, both largemouth choked it. Um, probably about the same size as what I had caught when you and I were out, Joe. So it was, I mean, it was fun, you know, but it was nothing like really crazy to write home, uh, you know, about or anything like, look at this gravy fishing joining us gravy. How are you, my friend? Good evening. Um, so yeah, I called it and then I, uh, I came home and, uh, talked to my wife. That's where we busted out with the Tide Pods and everything. And, um, we had uh, had ourselves uh, a nice little evening. It was it was pretty good. I went to bed super early, and then got up today. Today I had a bunch of errands I had to run, so I uh, I did all of that, and now now here I am recording podcast greatness. It's that time of year where it's going to be like one big send, and then maybe like I'll pop into a a spot for a bank sesh here and there during the week. But it's getting rough. It is getting rough. Gravy loves the stash, Joe. He loves it. He loves it. He wants a ride. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I had, a, I, had a, I had a little bit of a procedure done this past week, so my face was in, like in my face, so it was a little swollen. So I wanted to take the attention off that. And there you go. You know, grow the stash. You had another man's pubes glued to your upper lip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're so you actually do that? Not, no, no, no. They're not. They're not another man's. They're my wife's. There you go. That's that's yes, yes. <laughs> Touche. Oh. <laughs> Literally touche. <laughs> oh, well, that's good though. Gravy, no main this weekend. Nice. Nice. Good. It's good to have you here, Gravy. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's our fishing. Sean, I mean, aside from having whatever the virus is that you've got and battling that, like what 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 else you've been up to? <laughs> All right, we're switching gears to jigs and bigs, home improvement. <laughs> 
There you go. I I have had a. Uh, we moved into the house. There was a very nice little patio um, with with paving stones, six by nines and six by sixes. Very nice pattern. Oh yeah. With a fire pit built into it, and the fire pit was built by obviously a piece of shit because this thing. I don't think it was made with the heat resistant stones, heat resistant uh, bricks. Is it, does, it's is complete, it all cracking and shit? It cracked everywhere. Yeah. I, I, it seems that the architects of this fine fire pit, number one, didn't know what venting was. Number two, I think were paid by the pound of cement they used. So there was a lot of like gotcha. granite poking out of cement. And my youngest son, and bless him, has actually said for the past year, when we take that thing down, I want the sledgehammer. All right. <laughs> it's yours, careful. buddy. Yeah. So we smashed this thing open. And to our horror, what crawled out of from the inside of this oh, fireplace, no. it was double ringed or for the inside of this fire pit was a double ring fire pit. I don't know how bugs and stuff get in there. Yeah. But there was a small like I know they don't live in colonies. Yeah. But a ridiculous number of funnel web spiders. Have you ever seen those? They're fucking big and they're gross. They look like wolf spiders on steroids and they don't move as fast and they make funnel webs in the ground. So Australian have funnel web bird spiders and they're yep. big enough to eat birds. These are smaller, but we were pretty horrified that there, A, there were that many and B, how big they were. I had to look them up. I didn't even know what they were. Did you like just burn them alive and dispose of them that way or? No, dude, I, I, I could, we were in the fire pit hitting it with sledgehammers. We had nothing burning at the time. There were just spiders everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty nasty. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I was. So I'm assuming that you've sold the quick. house. Yeah, yeah, well, that you start the fire, then you've got to stop deconstructing the fire pit. So no, I wanted to get it done. Yeah, so yeah, we yeah. smashed. We uh, sent as many as we could That's on their way to oblivion. Torch. Yeah. Oh, yep. okay. Oh, okay, and then uh, yeah. Well, we we were holding sledgehammers. It's not like we were unarmed. <laughs> but uh, a spider. Oh. It, <laughs> Well, no. My son yelled, whoa, that's a big one. I said, big what? He goes, spider. And we we live on the lake. We have fisher spiders. Oh, They're yeah. enormous. They weren't as big as the fisher spiders, but these are pretty big fucking steroided up spiders. Yeah. So we, you know, did what we had to do and made sure that they weren't cold this winter. I'm going to bite you on the ass. But uh, we did that. And then uh, the past couple of days, I've been doing the rest of the work with leveling everything off, getting the proper construction materials down and then using the remainder of the pavers that I've had to, to finish it off. I have to go yep. get more tomorrow, but that's pretty much it. And then basketball started. So I've been sick, trying not to get kids sick, staying far away from them in the gym, but yelling instructions, which has not helped my voice in the oh, least. Yeah. And other than that, I did a little garage rearrangement and we're going to talk about that. In you just did. A tip. Yeah. yeah. This is pretty slick, man. Um, I'm excited yeah. for this. Uh, for this uh, gear of the week, because this is this gear is a week. fucking good find. It seriously yeah. is. Yeah, I was looking for some shit, and I found some other shit. Yeah, no, good I stuff. love that. I love that. I think that's freaking awesome. Um, had uh, like this week is has been crazy. This is just one of those weeks I've been saying for weeks now. Like when it rains, it pours. We have a guest every week. This is great. This is one of those shows where we don't have a guest. So I am. Uh, I made the suggestion earlier that we we have the conversation about like we talk about food freely over here. Yeah, I'm all about fishing adjacent topics, especially the ones where everybody and their mother 
can um, relate to it. You know, everybody eats, everybody sleeps. These things make sense. That's a disgusting spider. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Everyone heard that ding. That was me, in fact, sending yeah. a picture of Satan himself to the other hosts on that this is, podcast. Yeah. Fuck that spider right there. Right there. Right in its little ass. <laughs> fuck that spider. And that, that was one of the 20 or 30 of them we saw. They were hellish. Jesus. I live uh, in hell. Yeah. <laughs> I live in hell. Um, so yeah, you know, I mean, we're, we're going to have this conversation about some spots that, that kind of stick out either recently, maybe were local treasures you have no idea about, you know, all, all kinds of shit. And we're actually, I got a little tidbit of information too, about a place on this show that we have talked about at length in the past and there's some really cool shit happening. So we'll talk about that. That's coming up in segment number three, but I want to talk a little bit about this 200th episode. Um, we have been just absolutely floored with the the feedback and the uh, the amount of, of of just support from you guys with all of this. And I, I told you, like Friday, part of my my thing with Friday was making sure that we we're ready to go live and uh, and publicly sell these tickets, and they are available for you right now. Um, so I'm actually going to go through like the description of what it is that we're doing here. Um, so Jigs and Bigs, uh, the, the 200th episode celebration, you know, we're, we're closing in on the 200th episode right now. Like we're, we're, we're hurtling through it, toward it. Um, come and join us for a night of pure fun and excitement at the Jigs and Bigs 200th episode celebration. We are thrilled to celebrate this milestone at the Munich house. that's located on center street in Chicopee, mass USA. Get there early for an unforgettable or get ready rather for an unforgettable evening filled with laughter, great wild game fair and prizes. Speaking of prizes, I got a package in this week from uh, Dark Corner Custom Cranks. And uh, so we've got some great prizes coming from them. We've got prizes coming from Hookset Hoodlums, Martin's Custom Baits, Nutsack, Heat Your Meat, uh, Torres, Dark Horse Tackle, Three Bells Outfitters, Reaction Tackle, A-Bay, and we've got more to be announced. All kinds of great stuff. So we've got great prizes that people can win, awesome raffles. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. And the beauty is we're running this raffle in a way where you guys don't have to remember numbers. You don't have to look at tickets, nothing like that. All you got to do is buy your tickets. We're going to call your name. That's what's going to happen. Uh, it's going to be really, really freaking awesome. Uh, the menu is going to be amazing. There's lots of wild game fare that's on there. Uh, venison, elk, bison, kangaroo, alligator. We've got seafood, wild turkey. Um, and just as a heads up, like this is a list of the variety that's typically there. It's going to depend on availability, obviously, but there's going to be some other side dishes and stuff. Uh, you guys just... I am not one of those people that's going to bullshit you about what's good food and what's not. I've eaten at the Munich house multiple times. You will not be disappointed. Trust me. You will not be disappointed. It's going to be out of this world. So we're really looking forward to it, folks. Uh, our jig heads have been able to get their tickets um, at via the Patreon. We, we released the link there a good week beforehand. Let folks get some of their tickets so they can get first crack at it. We've sold a good amount, but now the rest are available to the public. We will be having Christian on soon from uh, Veterans Inc. This should be uh, a whole lot of fun and also shed some light specifically on what Veterans Inc. does as a organization uh, and, and what makes them stand out. You know, like we kind of touched on a little bit, but he can give some like real like current like what's been going on. Sean obviously has some experience because he, he has worked for Veterans Inc. in the past. So he knows how much of an impact they actually have to the veteran community uh, in the Northeast. This is a big deal. Um, speaking of veterans, guys, uh, how, how was how was Veterans Day? You guys do anything special? 
I know you were so, sick as fuck. Sean. I, I battled the spiders of Merkwood. <laughs> so I'll I'll be I'll be the first one that's hundred percent honest. I'm a very humble, you know, veteran. I, yeah. I I you know I don't I don't flaunt it, nothing like that. And I think Sean's the same, you know, same way. I'm not like in your face about it. Um, I don't like, know. When I'm, I heard I, you roll I, up to the launch the other day with "Proud to be an American" on, I was like, "What the? F- what? <laughs> the only thing you're flaunting is that mustache." <laughs> Fucking, I love this thing, too. So, it's, so all right, I, I, we're getting off. We're getting off track here, but yeah, so we are. A big reason, a big reason why I have this mustache, and uh, my wife hates it. She hates it. And we're actually in a couple weeks. We're going to uh, to see is uh, the the owner of the company that she works for. You know, large solar company is getting married in Tulum, Mexico, and we're going. You know, for four days or five days to Mexico, and I'm obviously not going to go to Mexico without a mustache. So you need that. Yeah, it's it's a must. So I I got my mustache for Mexico. It's all ready, set to go, and uh, yeah, but. uh, Anyway, the Veterans Day. Yeah, so Veterans Day was good. I, uh, I, um, we didn't do shit. We, 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 uh, we had to run some errands and stuff. And, uh, actually, uh, so it was funny. Bobby and I were on the boat and, um, <clears throat> we had a conversation where I was like, yeah, I had ordered a truck, um, cause my lease co- is coming up soon. Yeah. I was like, but uh, I don't know, man. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's what I want. I don't think the the, the price is going to end up being where I want. I, I and Bobby's like, yeah, dude, you might just have to shop around. I didn't so know I shopped the around about fucking. I, I, I shopped around about twenty minutes after we had that conversation. Next thing you know, <laughs> I'm at a dealership, and uh, so, someone who uh, used to come to my shop that I owned is actually a manager at a local dealership, and uh, he um. He's given me a pretty good deal on the truck. Uh, you know, I put a deposit down on it. So, you know, I'm going to go in there today. We're going to talk numbers and stuff. I think everything will work out. Um, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to give too many details on it yet just because it's not in stone. Yeah. But uh, I will announce that once, you know, it happens if it happens. But, uh, yeah, so I did that. Um, I didn't know that I carried that level of influence. I'm yeah, a dangerous yeah, fucking human being. I, I bl- actually, I blamed it all on you. Perfect. I was like, why, you, why, why are we here right now? Yeah. Um, but uh, Bobby said I could. Yeah. So we go up to, so then we go up to Blackstone Plaza, uh, Mil- up in Millbury. There's some shops up there, uh, mainly because my fucking dog ate my glasses again. Oh, and no. luckily I had the warranty and had to go fucking get those replaced. And he just did that about three months ago. To, but my dog doesn't chew on anything. He does not chew on yeah. anything. He's the fucking best dog with that, except for my fucking glasses. Really? It's the only thing he has chewed on. I don't get it. I don't understand it. Anyway, so I had to go up there and we uh, we stopped at fucking Applebee's. Oh, and, uh, fuck. So, so uh, I know. So... Emma is obsessed with Applebee's. She loves Applebee's for Fair some enough. reason. I was like, okay, so let's let's go in there. And I was like, and I go in and it's like so over the fucking top, like hoorah, like Veterans Day. I was like, yeah. wow. It's like they really went like above and beyond. And I'm looking around. I was like, I was like, wow, there's a there's a lot of like I, I look, it's like Every other, you know, person has the like, you know, Operation or Vietnam veteran fucking hat, Operation Iraqi Free, like they're all wearing the yep. hats. I'm like, 
I'm like, wow. I was like, all right. And I was like, this might be a place. Turns out, I, apparently, they give free meals to veterans. Oh, and, okay. Uh, yeah. So, which I think is awesome. I think yeah, that's absolutely. a really cool thing. I, I, they're the only place I know of that like does it like that yep. to that extent. And I'm super impressed by it. I thought it was awesome. But I'm also the type where I'm like, ah, I'm, you know, it's like I almost like feel bad doing it. And uh, so I go, we go to the table and uh, the guy's like, is anyone here a veteran? I don't say nothing. And Meg's like, oh, he is. Of you course. Know, I was like, does. I was like, oh, you bitch. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, so I got a free meal there. Um, and, and the cool thing is not only did I get a free meal, they come up and they give you like a five or ten dollar gift card at the end, too. And they're like, on top of your meal, here's this gift card. I was like, well, that's pretty. I mean, it's it's yeah. It's, that's cool. It's a pretty cool thing. It's a pretty cool thing that yeah. they do. Um, so yeah, so we had food, had a cocktail, and uh, went home, and that was it. That was it. I should make mention that you know, having worked veteran services and and been in the military for so long and had so many restaurants off base, like the restaurants all made a big deal off 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 base where I was uh, when I finished <laughs> up my career. So we knew about that free meal, and you always knew to stay away because the folks would come in and just flood it, you know? Oh, it's crazy. It's yeah. just, it's crazy. So it was, I actually, packed. It was fucking packed. Yeah. Well, in contrast to your day, I actually, I had an errand to run on Saturday, aside from picture, picking up construction materials. Um, I had to pick up uniform stuff for my kids uh, for school. So I went and did that. And I said to my wife, I said, Hey, I'm going to go grab a pizza. You want to come with me? And we'll, we'll just go do this. She said, yeah, my oldest came too. <clears throat> my youngest was working. So, we just went over to Uno's, who also does the free pizza for a vet. So I oh, stuck, okay. I stuck I oh, no shit. Yeah. Fucking yeah. A. So yeah, there's there's so many restaurants that do it. It's it's all the major chains in the country do it. So Applebee's 99. I believe Chili's as well. I've not gone to a Chili's on that. Uno's does it. Yeah. Um, yeah, tons and tons of restaurants I do it. I believe uh chili's actually restricts theirs. Like, well, I'll give you an example. Like if you order an awesome blossom. They'll they'll comp it because you're a veteran, but they won't give it more awesome. You won't get extra awesome. You know what I mean? Well, guess I've been waiting. Guess I'm gonna I'm gonna continue my chili list Veterans Day streak you. of uh you know twenty whatever I'm on. <laughs> Chili's um, Chili's is where in the white where the wife and I always go get fucked up on margaritas and buy stupid shit after. Chili's. Joe, keeping it classy. <laughs> I I actually do somewhat of the same thing or used to when I was drinking. I would just grab a paper bag with whatever alcohol would knock me out and drink it in an alley. Same thing. Um, no, I mean, yeah. <laughs> while we're talking about cha- about organizations, chains, companies that do you know special stuff for veterans, I in my errands today I had some time to kill in between the cannabis dispensary and the Staples opening, so I went to uh, I went over to Golden Nozzle to get my car washed. I have it was something I do often. So I um I actually have the subscription over there, and the, here's the reason why. I usually go through twice because the first time around is a shit job. And any of those, it's the drying that kills me. Like, I want to get a good rinse, so I'll go through twice. You know what I mean? Um, today I did that for a different reason because as I pulled up to the thing, there was a big sign right up there. And they're like, free wash for veterans. 
to celebrate Veterans Day weekend, the entire weekend, a free wash for veterans. And I'm like, that's fucking awesome that they're doing that. That's great. And I saw the guy in, in, in front of me with a veteran plate, and he goes right through and everything. And the girl that's standing there, I'm just like sitting there, and she's like, okay, well, more this way or whatever, you know, directing me in, and then sends me on my way. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I go, I come around, and she's like, is there something wrong? And I was like, no, I usually go through twice, but I'm like, I'm a subscriber, and I go, can you please scan this so I don't feel like I've got stolen valor all over my fucking head? <laughs> please? Can you please just scan this? And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, I just, <laughs> I didn't even think about it. I was like, okay, great. So yeah, I went through my second time, and I felt better, but. <sighs> so golden, add golden nozzle to this. Veterans Day car wash. Got yeah, it. You can Noted. get that nice new truck wash, Joe. It, I... <sighs> He's thinking about it. <laughs> Dude, I don't think I can bring it through those. You might you actually you you might not be able to. Those 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 wheels look fucking wide. Shh, shh. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Just put it this way. Next time I get my ass stuck somewhere, I'm calling Joe to because now I've got a snatch strap. He can just pull me right out. It'll be perfect. I'll, I'll show Sean. I'll show Sean so he sees. Well, that and all the jig heads. It's oh, sexy. Yeah, it's fucking we'll, sexy. We'll see. The, yeah. the, the, the money's, the, the, the number's got to be right. Yeah. The number's got to be oh, right. Yeah. So early congratulations, Joe. Yeah. Because <laughs> if, you're showing, if you're showing pictures of it, <laughs> that's your child. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. oh, hey, guys. Ready? You ready for this while we have? This is how you know. Come here. This is how you know you have them trained well. Come here. Come here. This is for all America. Just had a princess deliver me a beer. That's amazing. Yeah, there you go. Yes. Say hi. Say hi. hi. <laughs> Emma's hi, awesome. Baby. She's got it together. <laughs> that's that. That's a kid right there that's got vision and yep. is dialed and knows where they're going in life. Big yep. things. This show is all over the fucking place already. It really is. Yeah. That's, how, that's how it should be. We got Vidal joining us uh, from all the way in Texas. How you doing, buddy? Hope things are good. Speaking uh, of Texas and following up on Joe's Mexico story, I forgot to tell you guys this. As yep. soccer season ended and the kids were still having practices for before their last tournament game, <laughs> uh, I give a ride to three of the kids, no, four of the kids, mm -hmm. to my, my sons and two of their teammates over to the practice fields yep. whenever they need it, right? But there's, because of the laws in, in the state, and I don't know if other states are like this, probably not, but um, unless you're 18, you can't have another... Um, you can't have another minor in the car with you anymore, which oh, is yeah. actually a smart thing, right? Now, the team that my sons play on, they actually allow the seventh and eighth graders of the associated elementary school to play on because there's just not enough kids. Yeah. And uh, one of the seniors gives a lift to one of the seventh graders, right? And I pulled up next to him at the light going to the field. Oh no! And I had my sunglasses on. I pulled my hat side. I pulled my hat backwards, and I just looked at him. They had the windows open. It was very nice. And I just, I pulled out the old Super Troopers as loud as I could at this intersection. I yelled, <laughs> "You boys like Mexico!" Woo! And then I hit it with the green light. <laughs> they had no idea what I was talking about. That's awesome. <laughs> oh. Joe's mustache made me think of that. Thank That's you, Joe. fucking awesome, man. Chichilla. <laughs> so. You know, we're we're talking about the the show. You know, the 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 200th episode celebration that's going on, and it's going to be an amazing show. It's going to be fantastic. But Binya Binya Outdoors actually this past weekend had shot me a text, and he was like, "Yeah, he's like, actually." So the first thing he asked me was like, "Hey, uh, 
Bobby, is there some kind of a dress code for the game dinner? <laughs> oh, oh, he teed it up for you. He teed it up. Oh, and I nailed it. I nailed it. Because I go, I was like, you know, I'm like, <laughs> pants would be nice. You should probably wear <laughs> pants. Um, the after party, though, is probably going to be pants optional. So there is that. And he was like, oh, okay. And he knew I was just busting balls anyway. So he's like, oh, all right. He's like, yeah. He's like, uh, you know, he's like, the wife and I are going to be there. Um, you know, he's like, we we got a room too. And I was like, oh, you know what? I was going to actually put a list out uh, this week about like, if you're looking for a place to stay nearby, if you're traveling a little bit, here's some, some suggestions. And he had mentioned in there, he's like, yeah, we're staying at this place, which is a great spot. And I said, you know what? That's awesome. Because that area up there actually has two hotels that I would recommend. Pretty, pretty routinely. Um, the one that he's at, and then uh, there's another one. I think it's a Hampton Inn. I think it's a Hampton Inn. And uh, further up the road, there is another, we'll say lodging establishment, that I'm going to go on <laughs> record to say, you guys want to avoid. Um, and if you, if you don't, don't say we didn't warn you. It is the one and only Pines Motel. Is it still known as the Creative Pines Motel? Um, I think so, because I don't think that sign's changed. All right. Do you want to describe it or me? <laughs> so the the Pines Hotel is uh what one would know I don't I can't I can't remember if they have an hourly rate or not. Um they might. At one point or another, they must have. But these are theme rooms. And like you guys, you know what happens in these these theme rooms, right? Um, you know, as far as uh, hotels and motels and such, like, um, hold on just a second. I'm going to give you guys a little bit of an example. Here while, we you're, while you're pulling up that example, you know, I have a great example of, of one. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's the best example I can give, you know? I mean, that's what the Pines Motel is for. I I think I think there's actually a good example out there. Yeah. Uh, uh, the only time in a in a PG or PG-13 movie I can ever see or remember seeing one of those type hotels, the original 1980s Howard the Duck. Remember Howard the Duck got hired at one of those sex hotels? Oh, did he? Was he was cleaning up the Yes, oh. Howard the Duck, and he, yes, it was filthy. It was disgusting. There were Fair new enough. people running around. Yes, Howard the Duck was actually a filthy fucking movie, just in general. It was. It yes. really was. That got under the radar of a lot of people. It's an yes. animatronic duck. What? How bad could it be? It wasn't animat. I thought he was. Uh, he was an actor, but like, I mean, yeah, he for, Ewok style. Yeah, yeah, but all of his facial expressions, all that shit was fake. You know, <laughs> terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. So yeah, we would not recommend the Pines Motel unless, you know, hey, you're looking to live dangerously. You're looking to maybe get staff. You could you maybe avoid this place. I would recommend. But that's just me. Um, other Chicopee highlights. You know, that that that's that city has changed a lot since we've lived there. Uh yeah, a, a whole is. lot. Like there isn't even oh, any longer a Denny's that you can go to. It's been Denny's closed since the pandemic, yeah. So you know, if, if mall, you're the, the mall, 
mall went away years ago oh, too. Yeah. That the, the old Fairfield Walmart. Mall. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's, a, it's a big ass Walmart. So if you just want some good like social experiment style uh, entertainment, maybe before or following the game dinner, that's a great place to start with your opening act or your closer. Always uh, interesting question mark. <laughs> you know, I mean, other than that, I don't really know what else to tell you guys. I mean, the, the rumble seat's great. Yep. There's always that. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. I think this is really going to be an amazing uh, event in, in you know, in, in, in its entirety. The whole event's going to be absolutely nuts. So well, hope, hopefully you guys will be there. We, Like I said, we got great prizes. There's amazing food. Um, what else? What else could you want? What the hell else can we give you guys? Uh, I think that's really all we kind of have for this segment right here. Um, why don't we take a short break? We're going to come back, guys. We have uh, an FTG for you that's, that uh, is pretty interesting. This one came in midweek last week. And uh, when I told Sean about it, he was, he was pretty fired up. So it'll be pretty interesting. Um, and then in uh, Gear of the Week this week, actually, Sean with a twofer, he's got uh, in Gear of the Week, we've got this one product that I will probably have to say is honestly maybe the best value that we've ever, ever, ever talked about on the show for the, the actual money spent on this product. It's insane. But uh, you guys might really like this if you're looking to organize yourself a little bit. We'll see you guys in a bit. Don't go too far. Much more Jigs and Bigs coming up right after this. <laughs> Jigs and Bigs wants to take a moment to say thank you to our partners for helping us continue to push the limits of our fishing adventures and bring you amazing long-form content. We're excited to offer Jigs and Bigs listeners a 15% off savings on your first installment of a month-to-month -month subscription to Dark Horse Tackle just by using the code JIGSANDBIGS15. Dark Horse Tackle provides a monthly supply of small batch craft and custom lures, allowing anglers to try some otherwise tough-to-discover baits. This is the stuff you're not going to find just anywhere. And Dark Horse Tackle does the hard part for you. They track down these small companies and then test the baits to determine if it's a good enough fit for the Dark Horse Tackle community. You can also build your own box with Dark Horse Tackle. Select your own baits in a BYOB and try it before you subscribe or just pick up some past baits that you may have missed out on from previous boxes. Jigs and Bigs listeners can save 25% on a BYOB using the code JNBBYOB25. Subscribe now and build your own box at DarkHorseTackle.com. For all your premium kayak needs, we partner with Three Bells Outfitters. Located along Smith Cove in Niantic, Connecticut, Three Bells is your go-to location for kayaks and accessories by Hobie, Native, Bonafide, Jackson, Yakutak, Nakwa, Boondocks, Burley Pro, and many more. Financing options are available to upgrade your kayak fishing experience. White glove delivery also available. Visit ThreeBellsOutfitters.com for more information and do not forget to tell them that Jigs and Bigs sent you. Next, we need to thank A-Bay Lure. A-Bay Lure, a quality product at a quality price. Painted by a fishing fanatic who just wants to see you catch fish. You can get your own custom painted lures with a 20% off savings using the code Jigs and Bigs at checkout. Visit abaylure.com to order. But wait, there's more. Have you always wanted to fish the famed St. Lawrence River? Well, stay in our 
Alexandria Bay at either the Bay House Apartment or the Ship Motel. Links for booking can be found in the description of this podcast. Reaction Tackle is the Jigs and Bigs approved source for tungsten, all types of fishing line, a variety of fishing storage and accessories, and a whole lot more. Reaction Tackle provides high value for your money. Click the affiliate link in the description of this podcast to check out their wide selection right now. Again, we cannot thank our partners enough for their support. Please consider supporting them and supporting the show in the same process. All links and codes are listed in the show notes of each podcast. Hey, you. Yeah, you. The one with the impeccable taste in fishing podcasts. Bobby Roast Beef here with a little call to action for all Jigs and Bigs listeners. We're opening up our hotline to you. Now you can call us to sound off about almost anything at 413-324-8519. Want to submit someone for our FTG segment? Call us at 413-324-8519. Care to maybe suggest a topic for just the tip or bait of the week? Call us at 413-324-8519. Maybe you just want to give us or anyone else a little shout out on the show, or you want to suggest a guest for the beef seat. You guessed it. Call us at 413-324-8519. The Jigs and Bigs hotline is there for you to leave a message with us 24-7. Just call 413-324-8519. Also, you can check that number in the notes of this podcast. Bobby, Sean, and who the fuck is Joe Brown now have a special presentation for us all. It's time for Just the Tip. All right, all right, all right. So, Joe here with your tip for this week. And that tip is going to be something that really is eccentric to just those here in maybe Massachusetts, uh, New England, uh, with the winter months coming up. We all know there's one thing that most likely is coming on our lakes, and that is ice. Yep. And not everybody are ice fishermen, and that's okay. Uh, I'm more of an ice drinkerman than I am an ice fisherman, so I do, will go out on occasion. But some people just don't like stepping out on the ice. Some people don't like risking that. Some people just don't like it. Don't fret. We're going to give you a little, little tip. Oh. There is water that very rarely freezes yeah. in this area. That if you really want to get lines out, you can. One of those. There are, you know, depending on the weather in the winter that we get here in Massachusetts, there, and I think Sean can attest to this, there are a lot of bodies of water down Cape Cod that are great fisheries that don't always freeze every year like they like we freeze here. Um, if you want to get your multi-species stuff in, your, uh, you know, maybe you're trout fishing. You have the Swift River. Swift River that runs, you know, off it, you know, essentially off of Route Nine in the western, more of the western part of the state. It is a, it, it is a world-renowned trout fishing fishery that people don't realize, um, people don't understand. People actually travel from all over the world to fish the Swift River. And where? And it's right of here. All places. I, I, yeah, of all places, right here in Rinky Dink, Western Mass, and uh. There's there's crazy fish in there. Uh, Bobby has a tough time getting them for some reason. For some reason, they don't like Bobby. I don't know. This uh, year, I turned it around in there. Yeah, he did. You did I turn did. it around. You yeah. did turn it around. But I mean, <clears throat> even even if you go to the parking lots by there, there is cars from all over the country there. You'll see license plates from all over the country. So that is there. Um, 
But again, you have the Cape, you have you have Connecticut, Southern Connecticut, that you know those lakes don't freeze like they do up here, and they and those fish still got to eat. So they they will they you know it it might take a, w- a little work, it might take a little research, but you can get those fish to bite, and you can still get those lines in the water. If you don't want to, you do not have to put your gear away for the entire winter. You can get out there and find spots if you want to. So don't get all you know depressed and upset thinking that you have to put all your shit away because. In all actuality, you do not have to. And you just have to do that research before you go to see those bodies of water, where they're at, what their conditions are. And like I said, go hit the Swift River. Whether you're a bass fisherman, whatever. Go go try to get some of those trout because it is, even if you don't catch anything, walking down that river is just an awesome sight. Yeah. Do it carefully. Do it carefully in the winter. You can yeah. get a little treacherous. Yeah. Don't, don't find yourself swimming in the Swift River. But... uh Get out there, and you know. And, and if you want any more tips on that, reach out to me on Instagram, whatever, through Bobby, through Sean, and we'll give you we'll give you those tips, you know, straight up. And because uh, yeah. we we don't we we want people to get out there and get their lines, what if they want to still? And that is your tip of the week from who the fuck is Joe Brown that I just came up with about you know, ten minutes ago. That's that's a good one though because like this is it's it's that way of thinking. This is why I don't ever put my rods away. Like I'm carrying them in my truck all the time you know, i definitely there's some that i am not using <laughs> you know what i mean I, I could put them away but this way i know where they are i i handle what the, what maintenance needs to happen but I'm, i've always got a couple of spinning rods yep. ready and something to you know nearby because you're right a lot of our local rivers aren't necessarily going to freeze up unless yeah. it gets like it, it's got to get really cold yeah. and it, it can happen you know yep. um and you want to be a little bit extra safe for sure. So yep. I think that's yep. a really good tip. Like, don't, you know, don't get so upset. And I'll and, tell you, urban fishing. All, I mean, I, it's funny. I'm actually, you know, as we were like on our break, I was, uh, I'm still looking at flights for Columbus because yep. we are going to be at the Columbus Fishing Expo, Bobby and I. Oh, yeah. Um, but for some reason, if I can talk the wife into driving, I don't think it's going to happen. I'm going to put a couple rods in the truck. You oh, never yeah. know. You never, you never know. know. We don't know what the fuck's out there. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. And there, there could be like a flipping or pitching contest, Bobby, that we could go and light it up. A lot of meth. Yeah. It's a lot of meth. A lot of <laughs> meth. Um, yep. A lot of meth. <laughs> I, yeah. Yep. I'm I'm going to buy it just to say it. it I'm just, just off my bucket list. It's two things I'm you do when I'm you're in Ohio. It. Yeah. Cincinnati, Chile, and, you know, exactly. <laughs> off the I want to see what all the hype's all about. Bought meth in Ohio. Check. <laughs> that was visual, folks. Sorry. Oh, gotta be a patron. You gotta, gotta be, be a patron. You wanna see that shit? Yeah, you gotta be a jighead to see what that's all about. My God. I'm gonna walk in and Zach, Zach and Josh are like, guys, it's so good to see you. I'm like, yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah, yeah. Hey, um, you got nowhere I could buy some meth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. <laughs> Any of our jig heads, uh, I mean, with the exception, obviously, of Adam Blomicky, he's going to be at the Columbus show. But yeah. anybody else planning on, on on making their way out there? I mean, I not obviously not for – I would assume you're not going to travel all that way to go see Jigs and Bigs live when you can do so right here in Chicopee, Massachusetts. But I'm thinking that Jigs and Bigs live in Ohio is going to be something amazing. I still – I mean, I got to get cracking on, on who we're going to have for a guest because I do want to have yeah. somebody who's local come up and talk with us and hang out and – and with the two hundredth, yeah. Talking. No, no, no. Yeah, for the with Columbus, Columbus show. Yeah. Oh, we could do that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, shit. We're gonna have all those guys. Um, oh yeah. There's a couple of people uh, I have on my list 
that are local Buckeye State residents that yeah. could be pretty yep. good. And we'd now like to welcome to the stage. We don't know his name, but Joe bought meth off him in the parking lot 30 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to call him. <laughs> There's going to be another podcast there that we might. Uh, yes. You know, we might. I won't say who. A but. couple, actually. Now that I'm thinking, that's about right. It. I, one of them. One of them. I'm, I, I've kind of been. I, I was always kind of a fan girl with. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoy. So I'm actually super excited to meet him in person. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, this could be pretty freaking good. Yeah. It could be pretty yep. good. I yep. got a couple of people on my short list that I want to have on there, and uh, one of these folks is a local bait maker that's made quite the name for themselves. Yeah. Yep. out there which would be amazing and, and i am a fan of this style of bait like you would not believe so this could be yeah this could be really good um so yeah i think that's a great tip you know keep keep your rods handy so that you can go out and you know find some moving water this is a great excuse if nothing else if you're one of these folks that's like yeah i fish ponds and lakes primarily i don't really get current this is a great place to force yourself to like start to yeah. get a a relationship with like river systems and not yep. not, not fearing them so much or adventuring yep. It can be like the Wild West. Couple couple things to add to this. Yeah. Number number one, if you have to take a drive, like if you're going out to Cape Cod and you've had one of those cold spells like we tend to get in usually January or February, call first so you don't waste the time on the drive. Call yep. a tackle store. They'll let you know if there's ice, if there's skim ice, whatever. Yeah. Also have a fail safe where you have a, I mean, for us it's coastal, but you have a place mm -hmm. that is shallow. Yeah, because that will freeze over. Uh, it'll freeze over to melt really quick, almost daily, and it it it's usually the last thing to freeze over completely. Mm -hmm. So one of my favorite places on the Cape that I go to is a small pond that has it's it's very very shallow, and I've been able to fish it and fish it successfully um, with a lot of action for largemouth when it's one third iced up. Mm. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the the places are still available. I'm not a river fisherman in the winter anymore, but I will drive out to the Cape just to scratch the itch. Yeah, as long as the water's open, and yeah. uh, you know, get out there. And 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 one last thing, this time of year, I know I kind of winced when you guys said you went out early yesterday. Yep, go late. Go late. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's always. Yeah. I, I don't even bother freezing. I, I I will go out and drive somewhere and not even put a boat in the water until it's eleven o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And then fish five hours until dusk because that usually that that late bite right before the sun goes down because that's yeah. the warmest part of the day. You usually get that pretty good, and I've seen that over and over again. So try that when you're uh, um, out there doing that shit. It just kind of piggyback what Sean said about the Cape again, not to beat a dead horse, but if for some reason you do ride out there and there is ice and you kind of fuck yourself, um, you know what else you can do in the Cape in the winter? Drink. math. A lot of it. A lot of it. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of math. I was actually looking uh, when we started talking today, uh, when you guys talked about fishing and it was cold, I actually checked the Cape for next week. If I'm, if I'm feeling better, I might just head out there because even though it's raining, hopefully the rain goes away and yeah, still yeah. get out for a few hours and bring a change of clothes and then yep. go get some max seafood and shove that in my gullet. Yeah, yeah. that'll fix it. That fixes everything. Yep. Um, all right, so let's shift gears here, guys. Uh, this ought to be interesting. Here it goes. <laughs> You know, it's possible we're going to be fishing with him soon, Paul Roberts. It's it's it's, it's quite possible. It's 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 in the it's in the ether. You know, we're we're we're, we're there's talks. 
We'll see what happens. But um, uh, let's let's talk FTG. This week, we got another call in from one of our listeners. Uh, and this one, I'll tell you what, like when we first got the details of this, like Sean and I were actually having a conversation about this. And uh, I got a couple of DMs from the caller asking about like the duration of this call, like if there was a cutoff or anything. Come to find out, we learned that there is. So I, I I told her, I said, just call and leave a second one and I'll fix it and post. Um, and when I was explaining the situation to Sean, he was just like, that is really fucked up. Yeah, that is really fucked up. I'm going to play this for you guys. And then you can tell me if you agree how or, or, or to what degree of how fucked up this is. Hey, guys, this is Cheryl and I have an FTG for you. I don't get ruffled easy and I'm really not a complainer. But this guy 100% sucked. I've heard lots of stories on your show about the boat ramp shenanigans, but I've never really experienced those. Not until yesterday, anyways. I was coming in off the water with two of my friends, and it was kind of a small ramp area. My friends, they beached to the left of the ramp, so I beached to the right where I had some more room. I hadn't been out of my kayak for even a minute when I heard a guy out on the water yelling. I turned around, and there was this asswipe in a big boat yelling and pointing at me to move my kayak. I was kind of confused because none of us were blocking the ramp with anything, so I thought I had misunderstood something. So I just shouted back to him, why? He then went into this very long rant. He was swearing at us saying kayaks don't belong at boat ramps, ramps are for boats, and that us kayak assholes are ignorant and take too long tying up the ramp. Mind you, this guy hadn't even brought his boat very close to the ramp yet, and there was no truck or trailer in sight to bring him in. Maybe he's had a bad experience in the past. Certainly sounds it, but no excuse. I'm always aware of others on the ramp, and I always keep my kayak and gear to the side, as do my friends. And almost always, because a car taught my hobie, I put my yak on wheels to get it to and from my car, so I'm not tying up the ramp, getting it secured and everything. My friends and I had a shouting match for a while with this moron, but it was going nowhere, and we just wanted to get out of there. I moved my kayak to the other side of the ramp to try to get this guy to chill. Apparently, he had been out with another boat, and the other boat had docked around the peninsula where we hadn't seen it. They must have docked, got their trucks and trailers for both boats, and then went down to the ramp. So they showed up shortly after. I then had to wait for them to load two boats before I can move my stuff out, even though I had been there first. The other boat people were pretty nice, said ignored their friends, but really, if someone didn't have the skill to back a trailer down a ramp that had kayaks off to either side of the ramp, all they had to do was ask me to move, and I gladly would have done so. I'm always up for helping someone out at the ramp and maybe having some Anyways, I sent you a picture. It's a bit blurry, but you can see this dude's arrogance as he's standing on his boat flipping us all off at shore. When he got back to shore, he had nothing more to say. Good thing. 
One of my friends recognized him as a customer at the marine shop he works for. The fishing community is pretty small around here. Don't be an asshole. Fuck that guy. And then Cheryl put his hand so, in a blender. Oh, my God. On another note, I figured out the sound you guys sometimes play on your podcast to get a point across. You know the sound of that man snoring or whatever he's doing? Oh. My speaker makes that same noise. Oh. Tight lines, guys. Cheryl, you're amazing. Oh, my God. I don't have to edit a damn thing. That is it's fantastic. I'll just clean it up. My God. Um, I forgot that she added that little tidbit in there. But to, uh, to this, this asshole, what a piece of shit. What a douche. And for those of you wondering, the cover art for the show is the picture she took of this a-hole. Uh, the the quality, it was, he was very far in the distance, so I'm going to zoom in quite a bit and try and fix it as much as I possibly can. But, like, what are the odds that it would work in that favor where a person she was with knew who this guy was? Because awesome. that's that is poetic justice right there. So for that side of it, I'm stoked. But I, I'll tell you what, regardless if you're in... Whatever the vessel is that you're in, if you're like intentionally like making it difficult or 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 trying to pressure somebody that's using the same public resource as you're trying to use, you're nothing more than a than a douchebag, you know, nothing more than an absolute pile of hot garbage. Um, at first, we were talking about this, Sean and I, and we were like, whoa, were these all, were, were everybody together in Cheryl's group, were they all women? Because this is a whole other thing. It turns out that, no, there was uh, at least one one of the people in her group was a guy. But, like, even still, and from the distance, it sounds like from that, he probably had no idea who the fuck he was even talking about. He probably doesn't even give a shit. He's just like, that's my boat ramp, motherfucker. That's my goddamn boat ramp, you're on. Jesus Christ. You know what I'm saying? Come on. Yeah, it's it, it it's ridiculous, and uh, I'm sorry. That was actually me, guys. Oh, you uh, dick. just kidding, <laughs> Bob. If you need a picture of me, just so you don't have to use that crap. We don't have no, to use that uh, garbage. Yet. No, it, it's I, I'm the I'm the most easygoing guy at the boat ramps. Um, yeah, I, I've I've been frustrated. Um, but you know what? If I I'm a new me from when I, what I was, you know, 10, 15 years ago. So sure. it's like, what the fuck ever? Like, you know, it, let the people do what they got to do. Picked up meth and chilled you out. <laughs> yeah, dude. So it, like it's between the meth and the, it, oh, never mind. I, there's going to be a command directed investigation on me soon. Sean will know what that is, but yeah. <laughs> well, it's going to take <laughs> no, one person. I, I, I smoked enough weed to forget what those are. It's all good. Oh, okay. Perfect. <laughs> so, uh, no, it, it's fucked up. And, uh, yeah. Bobby and I kind of talked about, and I'm Cheryl. I'm really sorry that you had to deal with this, especially with a big boat guy. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't represent the entire big boat community. No. Big boat, um, small dick. By any means, uh, I deal with these people on occasion as well. Um, you know, it, it, it's it's ridiculous, but it, unfortunately, there are those people that you know 
they think they own a certain ramp, certain bodies of water. Bobby mm-hmm. and I kind of had a conversation yesterday morning about the body of water we were on, and he was talking about uh, you read the, the the rules that were there, and you yeah. know, and and I've told him I was like, there's, a, and, and this is a small body of water; it's not a big body of water, and. Uh, I've told P. I, I've, I told Bobby. I was like, "Yeah, like I've actually." He actually calls himself the harbor master. You know, this one guy. He comes <laughs> and enforces the fucking rules at this place, and uh, I've had it out with him a couple times. And you know, it's like the you cannot fish docks. You will not fish up. Like, well, I'm gonna fish around the docks. Whether you because I will not touch the docks because yes, you, it, it can be articulated that that is the people's property or whatever. Sure, but I'm going to fish around the docks. There's not a fucking thing yeah. that you can do about it. Call the call whoever you need to call. I was like, you know, and I, I've had that conversation with them maybe uh, two or three times. And unfortunately, I did do a couple years ago um, when I was doing the aluminum series. It's the only trail that I know that does tournaments there because it's such a small trail and you can yeah. only have like five, six boats there. And they actually said like, okay, the only rule is no fishing docks. And I'll straight up tell them like, no, I'm fishing docks. Yeah. I, you, you can't tell me I'm, I, I will not. Fi- I mean, I'm not fucking zinging a one ounce fucking, uh, you know, jig onto the dock and pulling it off to drop. Like I will not touch the docks, but I am fishing in and around docks. Yeah. Not a I'm going to be skipping under about those it. docks. Exactly. DQ me then. Yeah. If you don't want me to do it, DQ me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and, and it's funny too. It's like a guy like the, in that situation, like that that lives on the lake and considers himself like this is my property. I mm-hmm. live in this house and blah blah blah. That's yeah. I like to say that that guy is mistaken. You know what I mean? Like he made a yeah. mistake. But yeah. the guy in Cheryl's situation that's on a boat using a public ramp is yeah. fucking delusional. There's, delusional. Like delusional. totally. It's, it's like you, it's just it's just <laughs> shitty that there's people out there yeah. that that just. That they just get amped up from such minute things. Yeah. It's like, like what it, what I'm it, sorry that your fucking life is so goddamn bad mm-hmm. that that right there just ruined your day. Like, I mean, it. I like to think like this when it's with folks like this, like what they said, like, oh, boat ramps aren't for kayaks. You should. That's a, that's for 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 boats of my, boats of my caliber. Goddamn it. You know, when when folks come in with that kind of attitude, I like to think that these are probably the same kind of people that like walk into a place to grab like a coffee and immediately just cut the line like, fuck you, Adoyal rules. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's I have I have two things to add on this, Joe. I'm sorry. We can all coexist. Yes, we can all coexist, everybody. I, I have one thing to add on this situation. I have two cents here. Cent number one is. My understanding, Bobby, when we talked about it and with what Terrell or with what uh, Cheryl described, they weren't on the ramp. I'd be screaming at this motherfucker. I was getting angry oh, listening yeah, to that yeah. call because I'd be screaming at it. We're not on the ramp. Use the fucking ramp, you idiot. Yeah. We're yeah, not they were on, on the ramp. either sides of the ramp, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the way I that's the way I I, yeah. I was thinking it was. Like she was parked at like it's not like and, and designated I, boat I, parking to be next to the ramp. Yeah. So I, he gets he gets to have the ramp. And all the grass on one side of it, too, so he can pull his boat. Fuck him. Yeah. Fuck this guy. Yeah, exactly. It's just yeah. a matter Fuck. of waking, waiting your turn. It's just a matter of not being a fucking asshole yeah. with other people. That's um, so that's that's one thing. And then I, I I left something out about my week review. Bobby, you got a call from me. I did. And I was hot. You know where this is going. Oh, yeah. So I also had an FTG this week, but it wasn't an FTG because it wasn't fishing related. Now, everybody who's listening to the show knows that the past couple of weeks, um, 
with the accident that happened, I've been a little raw with driving. I've definitely slowed my speed down, making sure I'm, I'm making, I'm going out of my way to make sure other drivers are safe in any way that I can do it. Mm -hmm. Right. And I was driving home from Connecticut. I had to, uh, I had to run an errand down in Connecticut the other day. And I decided to take a, uh, a little more scenic route on the way home to kill some time. I had to pick my kids up and, uh, from school. And I came about a rotary also now, AKA roundabout for you Midwesterners. And in new England States, there's two things that are going on with roundabouts. Number one, if you're in, if you're actually on the circle mm-hmm. proceeding from wherever you entered to wherever you exit, um, you have the right away. Everyone else has to wait for you. That's number one. Number two, also in most new England States, to my understanding, bicycles are considered vehicles mm-hmm. and are subject to such laws. So if a vehicle has to yield at a roundabout slash rotary so to another vehicle, <laughs> so does a bicycle. Again, my emotions have been a little raw over the past couple of weeks with what <laughs> yeah. happened. Right. And I have been making extra, taking extra caution with fellow motorists and people on the roadside, whatever. I don't, I don't want to see what I saw a couple of weeks ago yeah. ever again. And I was on the rotary. I got on, on the Southern side of it. I was going to the Northern side of it. There was an Eastern entry and exit. Mm-hmm. And on this Eastern entry were two bicyclists. Of course, judging by their attire, they believed they were in the tour de France. <laughs> they were obviously not. Um, and I slowed down even more than I was. I was probably going five to 10 miles an hour, keeping an eye on these two to make sure they didn't go out in front of me. Yeah. And uh, they looked at me and I looked at them. And as I went by, it was a beautiful day out. My windows were open. And mm-hmm. I heard the, the, the male of the two yell at me, thanks a lot, asshole. <laughs> to which I then I was almost on the caused an accident. This happened. I almost then caused an accident because I threw my brakes on. I was so hot that I fucking, I tried to get out of my car without undoing my seatbelt. I had the door open and I was, I had a steady tirade of swears out my mouth, pointing at this guy, use a fucking crosswalk, come back here and say that to me, you piece of fuck. I was out of my mind angry. And to the point where I was a dog on a leash choking myself with a fucking um, seatbelt. So I neglected to ask, and I'm sure you did too, was the person in the boat getting back to our FTG? Was uh-huh. that person? Was that person in the wonderful group of people in America known as Boomers? Because my bicyclist certainly was, and we've we've been talking a little yeah. bit lately about yeah. some of the issues that Boomers have been causing with <laughs> their behavior and the, attitudes. The level of entitlement it's, of some some of these folks. It's not all of them. Yeah, but, but it's enough of, of them. Yes, it's enough of them. And when I when I mentioned to, uh, I have a buddy who does um, he does triathlons, mm-hmm. and so he is always biking. And I said, "What are, before I go nuts? What are the laws?" And this is, of course, after I went completely nuts on someone who you called me an asshole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said, "What are the laws in Connecticut?" And he explained exactly what I just said. And I said, "Oh, okay." And he goes, "How old were they?" I said, "Our parents' age." He goes, "Fucking boomers." <laughs> so they're out there. They yeah. own the roads. You will get out of their way. You will do what they want. Any inconvenience is your fault, not theirs. And we can all go fuck ourselves. Yeah. That's all I've got. So. Um, yeah. I, I will say this much regarding boomers. 
There is a comedian on the internet. His name is the Jared Benson. Love Jared. Jared is great. He's fucking hilarious. But he does a series of boomers in everyday situations. And God, if it's not the chef's kiss. Because I will say, I'll say this much. If, if this guy on the boat, if he's not a boomer, if he's not a boomer, I'm going to guess that he's like first year or two Gen Xer. Yeah. Very there's some, there's some crossover. There's some slight crossover, but I, I have a feeling he's a boomer. Yeah, for sure. Fucking what a dick. <laughs> what a dick. Sorry, bag. we're we're not trying to be ageist on the no, show today. No, 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 but, no, no, no. But you guys you know. make it so easy. You yeah. know what I mean? You do. And it's just like it's, it's Sean, you nailed it. It's not everybody. It's not, obviously. It's but not. there's enough where like the entitlement is crazy. And I mean, you know, it sucks that here we see it happen rolling out with Cheryl. Sadly, you know, unfortunately, um, yep, that that really sucks. But let's let's move on a little bit to to some better news. Some some news that I think, if I'm not being too, uh, if I'm not stretching here, I think this is news you could actually use. Okay, gearheads, it's time to talk tools. and Biggs Gear of the Week. I'm not going to say that... Uh, was it Dollar Tree or Dollar General, Sean? Is it Dollar Tree? Uh, I think it was Dollar Tree. Oh, I don't know. I sent you the text. Uh, shit, I thought... I don't know, because I have both near my house. I thought it was a Dollar Tree. I think it is Dollar Tree. Um, Let's double check so we don't lie to the people. We can't lie to the people, Bobby. <laughs> I do. I think I think it was Dollar Tree, and I think it's in the, in the host chat. Um, it's not often we talk about Dollar products... Tree. That can be purchased at Dollar Tree on this show to enrich your fishing experience or your your even your fishing gear addiction. But Sean stumbled stumbled on one. Why don't you why don't you go and, and, and give it to the people, Sean? Oh, I'll give it to them. All right, I uh, excellent. I've been, give it to you. <laughs> I've been struggling with some uh, storage as my collection of fishing rods for various um, various application has kind of you know expanded with my jump into salt water over the past couple of years. And uh, I really needed something to store. I don't know. What do I have? 14 rods now at this point, 14 combos. Um, and some of the store-bought, I'm not going to name who, some of the store-bought rod holders, the two-piece ones that you, that have a base and and and, and can go towards the floor or whatever. And then uh, another part that is foam mm-hmm. clips for back of a letter, lack of a better term. Um, but they have a row of them. It might be a six rod holder or an eight rod holder, whatever you get. Yep. I've had issues with those over the years with their durability. So whenever I have durability issues with something and it's over multiple brands, I try to go as cheap as possible, knowing full well I'm going to have to replace this shit at some point. I uh, I wandered over to my local Dollar Tree and came across something that honestly it's working wonders right now. It is the uh, I'm guessing their house brand. It's called Standard Essentials, and it's a mop and broom holder. And it's one of those ones that has a funny rubber shape that clicks back into place. Here, we're going to click, click, click. Look at that. We got oh, a yeah. demo going on there. Um, each one of these little mop and broom holders has a hook in the middle as well, so you can put shit on there if you want to put stuff in between your rods. Um, and it's got two of those clips for a mop and a broom. Uh, the, the selling point on this is each one of these was a dollar 25. Yeah. Home run. So I bought 10 and didn't even think about it. Um, 
I spent my $20 happily. And now along my garage wall, all of my rods are standing up. I'm, I'm going to get a, a slight like a hair fancy with it. Mm-hmm. And I will be getting a two by four and just putting some all weather carpet on it just to put the butts of the rods on there, just so they're not sitting on the cement. Cause got to treat my babies. Right. Yeah, of course. But, um, there you go. Standard essentials, mop and broom holder at your dollar tree. And you got to make note here, the opening on these holders, it's not going to grab every fishing rod perfectly. They, they might wiggle out. Mine are leaning slightly towards the wall. So this is more of a guide than a holder. Yeah. It's a holder for the surf casting rod and my inshore rods. It holds it perfectly. The, the, the rod shaft is bigger than the opening. How am I saying this and not giggling? Um, <laughs> Bobby's giggling. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Joe has had enough of our shit. Um, oh, you shut your there, mouth. There, <laughs> there is an adhesive strip on the back on the back of this thing. And again, this thing fucking breaks. I'm going to Dollar General and spending another dollar twenty five. I yeah. don't give a shit. Um, so, uh, Bobby, I sent you the picture. All the line, all the rods are nice and lined up. Yep. Looks really good. If uh, you're looking for some rod storage for your garage and you have a free wall. There you go. Dollar yeah. Tree has your shit. All you need all I got. is the clearance for the height. Like, you know, so in a yep. garage or, you know, I mean, if you've got, if you've got it in the basement, whatever it is, you throw these suckers on there. And that's the thing. You, you think like you lean one of your rods up against something. This happened Saturday. I leaned my rods up against my truck in the rod sleeves, mind you. And I got back in the truck and started the, the truck and had the heat going. I was like, everything was good. And just because the wind blew the right direction, they all fell on the ground. Something like this in your garage, in your tackle shop, in a shed, in your basement, whatever. If you've got the vertical space for it, this is a great way to just keep them from getting tangled up together or falling, you know? And it's just enough to kind of catch them. I think it's freaking awesome. And for the price, fuck. You, that's a huge savings right there. And it's customizable. That's freaking awesome, yep. dude. I love that. Um, let's go ahead and, uh, oh, it's let's do a raffle. Let's go ahead and do yeah, that. Do our raffle. Uh, let, let's go ahead. We'll do our, our raffle here. Um, I have my the, the sound effects ready, and uh, I'm going to go ahead, and we have a bunch of prizes. We have eight prizes to give away, um, and we have our names ready to go. I'm going to go ahead and start the drawing right now. All right, there we go. Now, Sean, you go ahead and uh, tell me what the prize is, and I'll announce that 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 name. A-Bay Lures Custom Painted Lure Pack Kit, whatever you want to call it. Custom I believe Chris lures. is doing a couple of them. I love yep. that. This is going to John Thompson. John Thompson. <laughs> nice job. Congrats. Uh, yes. Oh, 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 we want to do the... Uh, you definitely you said you that. had sound effects. I do. I, I was I do. ready for that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to mix up the applause and that back and forth. Next prize. Nor'easter Hardcore Fishing Apparel. We got a hat, a, ba- a baseball cap, plus a gift card. This is going to Steve G. Not Steve Gonzalez. Steve G. Steve Galloway. Steve Galloway, yes. Hang Congrats on. Congrats to Steve. Oh. <laughs> I like both at once. That's good. I, I, I do. I think it's a little bit of both, you know. Um, next prize. We got the Nakwa Power Bank plus Gooseneck Light plus uh, whatever else they throw in there. Nakwa's pretty good about throwing stickers and 
uh, all sorts of shit in there. So all kinds of good stuff. On. That's going out to yep. W. Crenshaw. Oh. William Crenshaw. William Crenshaw. Congrats to William. Next up, we got our Fresh Beats Sampler Pack. Oh, he'll be excited to, for this. Tom M. Oh. He's, I think he won the uh, Fresh Bait Sampler Pack like a couple months ago. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, he is loving the Helamites. So it's good. Awesome. Next up, Rod Sleeve, whether it's Baitcaster or Spinning, from Sarah P. Saxon Sleeves. We got Chris Mellowship. Oh. Congrats, Chris. How about our next <laughs> prize? Dark Horse, Bobby. Tell us, tell us what we're all getting from Dark Horse. Oh, Dark Horse Tackle, baby. I think I think we're doing it. It's a weekend warrior box, if I'm not mistaken. And that is so. Ryan S. Oh. Congrats to Ryan. Yep. Also, all right, we've got uh, Klondike Custom Baits. Got a choice. I believe there's three or six lures left. I think there's six. Um, That's pretty good. Yeah, Klondike, who's getting them? Nate G is getting those Klondike oh. custom baits. You know, they're from Rhode awesome. Island. And they actually come there. shipped in a uh, bottle of Autocrat coffee milk syrup, which is amazing. He's just switched over from chowder, so that's good. That's, that's yeah, much better, actually. Much better. <laughs> Quahog chowder. <laughs> Quahog. <laughs> All right, finally. Final, final, final winner. Beautiful pair of sunglasses. From Jigs and Bigs, they are a Torres set of sunglasses. I love it. Steve Gonzalez. Oh. Look at that. So Congrats got- to everyone. Yeah. I do want to say uh, a thank you to all of the companies that uh, that donated gifts for this over the course of the year. It's been great. Thank you, guys. Um, for everybody who won, if you're using an item, take a picture of yourself using yeah. it. Post it up there and tag the company that... that uh, Provided this prize and tag us in it too. We appreciate it. They definitely appreciate yeah, it. Definitely. Let's all be friends. I love that shit. Love it. All right, guys. We uh, we're going to take a short break, and uh, when we get back, we're going to wrap this show up. But before we do, we're going to talk about uh, some spots uh, for filling your face, maybe uh, while you're out on the water. Something that maybe has kind of caught our attention. We're going to talk about it and share some of our our our, our biggest hits uh, in our next segment here, and then we'll be wrapping some things up. Don't go too far. Don't go too freaking far. We'll be back with more jigs and bigs right after this. Hey guys, Bobby Roast Beef here from Jigs and Bigs. You know, if there's one thing I can't stand spending money on, it's on something that's not versatile, something that I can't get a lot of use out of. I want to talk to you about Frost Buddy. What Frost Buddy is, is uh, it's one of those can coolers. I've seen these before. In fact, I have some that are limited to only fitting one specific size of can, like a standard 12-ounce can. I stumbled onto Frost Buddy, and I was blown away with it. So versatile. Fits standard cans, tall cans, slim cans, and even 12-ounce bottles. And the magic is the insert fits all of these items in various stages within the insert. And when you take that out, you can fit a full 16-ounce Tallboy can. In fact, it even doubles down on being versatile with the coffee lid. And on my recent trip to Chickamauga, I had a field day with this thing. 
I was throwing beer cans in it. I'd have coffee in the morning. On the drive, I was throwing in all different sizes of cans for different canned coffee products to keep me awake on the long drive back. The thing was amazing. So I recommend you check out Frost Buddy. If you're in the market for either a travel travel cup for your coffee or a can cooler at all, either one of those, check it out. For the money, you cannot go wrong. What I've done is this. In the show notes for this podcast you're listening to right now, if you look there, you'll find a link to Frost Buddy where you can get yours. And not only can you go and get your Frost Buddy there, but you can help out the show as well. Go and uh, visit that link in the show notes to this podcast. Check out a Frost Buddy. Tons of colors, tons of patterns, all kinds of great stuff. And it's a great spot to put your jigs in big sticker too. Take it from me, Bobby Roast Beef. You're going to get the most versatility out of this one product, probably out of anything you're ever going to buy, especially for anything that you're drinking. Frost Buddy. It works for me. I'm a happy guy. and Bigs is your favorite fishing podcast, right? Why not show the world how much you love the show while directly supporting us? We have men's and ladies' shirts, hoodies, and a variety of hats. We even have a waterproof outdoor Bluetooth speaker so you can listen to your favorite podcast while out on the water if you like. Check out jigsandbigs.com slash shop to visit the store and gear yourself up. If you really can't get enough of this show, consider becoming a jig head and joining our Patreon. It's a subscription that gives you exclusive access to recording sessions that allow you to engage with us as we record the show. We also have some exclusive content there just for our jig heads and even have some special promo codes. Space is limited, so join now at jigsandbigs.com. Finally, if you're local to our area in Western Massachusetts, consider checking out the Western Mass Fishing Report posted weekly at northeastwildwoman.com. We have amazing contributors providing great content and info for local conditions and what's been going on and working recently. Jigs and Bigs, so much more than just two lightly roasted hippies trapped in the 90s arguing on the internet about fishing. Portions of Jigs and Bigs have been filmed in front of a live studio audience. Like that's <laughs> that feels right right there. I feel like that's how it should be. Guys, we we don't shy away from talking about food ever on this show. You know, sure I mean, don't. I try to talk with all the guests. I try to get, you know, recommendations on places where one could 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 fill their face, uh, you know, on on the way, you know, either in celebration or in defeat of uh, of a day out on the water. And I had a, a, a situation just this week where I was floored with a, a local eatery um, to in Central Mass. So I'm going to go ahead and I made this this text. Uh, well, I think just yesterday, actually, I texted the guys and I said, look, I said, let's go ahead and think about um, some of our uh, what do you call it? Some of our uh, favorite spots to get some 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 good eats. You know, maybe it was a regular place that you love to go to. You want to give a mention to, or maybe it's something new that you just kind of discovered. So, at, like I said earlier uh, in uh, segment one of the show, when I left the body of water, I hadn't had a cup of coffee that day, and I was like jonesing for a hot cup of coffee. Um, not only just to, for the fact that I wanted a good solid dose of caffeine, but I really just kind of wanted something hot to drink, and. Uh, I, I got exactly what I was asking for. So on my way in to the the spot, I noticed that there was a cafe that I'd gone by a bunch of times when I go out to Central Mass to fish. And I'm like, you know, 
think I'm going to make a stop at some point here. I didn't realize that the launch was so close. So this is kind of on my mind anyway. The place is called The Joy of the Bean. And uh, it's a small cafe. Um, they, I, I went in and I ordered a, a, a large black dark roast. Um, but they had uh, a little bakery counter in there. You know, Bobby Roast Beef likes a, a bakery item or, or three. And uh, what I ended up doing was I ordered uh, this one. I think it's called a galette or a galette. Um, it's basically like, you guys know, like 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 a Danish, like that has like a filling of some sort, either cheese or a fruit for yeah. filling or something. Yep. This was a little bit like, instead of it just being a little bit of like filling in the middle, this was like pushed out to the sides. It was almost like a small pizza, like about that big. You know, like the size of like a burger, you know, and it was just flaky pastry with uh, they had a bunch of different ones. And I picked one that was potato, leek, cheddar and bacon. And it was out of this world. She asked me, she's like, oh, do you want this warmed up? And I was like, oh, yeah, definitely that. Uh, and it was it just hit the spot. It was so good and savory and delicious and buttery. It was out of this world with the coffee. It was perfect. But then I was like, well, I can't make up my mind between these two things, between that and I was actually going to get two of the of the galettes. Uh, and I ended up getting only one and getting the uh, apple walnut coffee cake, which was out of this world. Like it was absolutely delicious. Um, amazing. But when I went to go pay, they had some loaves of bread right by the um, – Right by the, the 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 register, and I'm I'm. This is great that we're recording now because I I utilize this product. One of these loaves of bread it was a real small loaf of jalapeno cheddar bread, and this is from a bakery, and I think they're in Southbridge, Mass. They're called the Bread Box Company, and so I was like, this looks amazing. She's like, yeah, they just got delivered, like they're fresh, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna take this one right here. I brought this loaf of bread home and this is what we did with it. So tonight, my my wife, you know, sometimes like usually I'll say every other month, like there's a weekend that'll come around and she's like, oh, we're doing what, what she calls snacky dinner. So what she'll do is like when she goes to Costco or she's doing groceries, she'll buy like these little like appetizers, like frozen, like, you know, uh, puff pastries with like brie and caramelized onions or like, you know, what, whatever it might be. And put them together. Today, she and I told her I wanted to use this loaf of bread to make a sandwich, just a giant sandwich, cut it right down the middle, make a giant sandwich, wrap it in foil, put it in the oven so everything just gets all like deliciously melted together, and then take it out. And that's what I did today. So she was like, yeah, tonight for dinner, we're just going to do snacky dinner. That's what we're going to do. So she sent me, this is a mistake, she sent me to the grocery store to get some items, and she put various appetizer like frozen appetizer things. I came home with like all the typical guy stuff. I came home with mac and cheese bites. I came home with fucking jalapeno poppers. I came home with fried uh, pickles. I came home with, I bought a 12-piece giant box of these little uh, empanadas. And we didn't even use those because I was like, oh, I forgot about the sandwich. So I bought some uh, boar's head cracked pepper turkey, right? some Munster cheese, and some bacon. And I basically just went, I took this loaf of bread, and I layered in between the top. I wanted, and I forgot to pick this up, I wanted to get some fig jam or something along those lines to kind of add like a little sweet element to it. Totally, totally neglected, not needed. This sandwich was amazing. I just cut the whole thing in quarters. Everybody was like, this is out of this freaking world. This is awesome. 
Fantastic. So I can't recommend the Breadbox Company and the Joy of the Bean enough. If you're in central Massachusetts, if you're on Route 9 in West Brookfield, stop off at Joy of the Bean, get yourself some tasty bakery items, enjoy a fantastic cup of coffee. And I mean, it, it, it got me with two thumbs up. You know, it's a decent cup of joe. Trust me, good stuff. So now I'm interested to see what you guys have to say about about the eateries that 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 have been kind of come across your radar. Yeah. So first thing, I, I'll don't go tell first me it's Applebee's. Don't don't the, tell uh, me it's Applebee's. <laughs> uh, all right, Sean. You, Sean, you go ahead. <laughs> well, um, I'm only going to talk about places I pick up margaritas and blackout drunk in a parking lot, um, usually pantsless. Uh, no, I'm gonna. I got, you got guys got any meth? <laughs> no, I, no. So here in your uh, the joy of the bean, I dude, I drive by that every single day yeah. on the way to work. I live oh, yeah. less than five minutes from there, and I've never been there. And I am going to. I will be there this week now. Yeah, it's good. And, uh, you know, and I'll you know, and I'll let them know, but like you know, I'll be like, hey, my you know, my buddy was in here and uh, whatever. But um, so for mine, I. <sighs> It's not like a small baker or anything like that. I've mm-hmm. talked about them in the past. Um, now I feel like an alcoholic because Sean was giving me shit, and now it is like an alcoholic. Sean the voice. alcoholic was giving you the shit. Sean, yeah, Sean the alcoholic was. So <laughs> I've talked about Timberyard Brewery oh, yeah. multiple times, and I can't, you know, this is not a massive place. I can't give these guys enough mm-hmm. credit. It's a small family owned, it's literally the husband and wife. They have a crew of people that work there, but, uh, you know, for they're in an inside of a place that used to be, it used to actually be how lumber. And it was, uh, me growing up as a kid used to go here. Literally, it was literally a lumber yard in a hardware store. And my mm-hmm. dad and I, as I was growing up, that's where we'd get all of our stuff. So it's, it's, it's like, it's, it's kind of strange now to see how it is. You know, they've turned this place into a brewery. Um, and that's where, you know, timber yard came from. Um, but their beer, you know, all made in house. They have the, you know, the beer, the, the, the warehouse in the back. You can kind of see what they do, Mm -hmm. but their food, they have a small, you know, very small menu that they rotate, but their food is absolutely phenomenal. That's the, Um, that is like, that is like anything from like a, 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 like an artisan, like, Mac and cheese to uh, they they do their own in house pickles. They call it a pickle flight. It's kind of oh. you know like a flight of beers or something. Fuck. And it's different flavors of pickles, and it comes in like the flights. My daughter is obsessed with that. Um, you know everything from that to their own in in house. Uh, they smoke everything too. All their meats that they do. So they they uh, they smoke. Yeah yeah yeah. So. Their wings are phenomenal. Their beer is absolutely insane. I, I, I talk about it all the time. I love it. I, I, I can't speak enough about it. But it's a, it's a really cool place. That they have music every weekend, good music every weekend. Mm-hmm. They have a huge outdoor uh, space. Um, another cool place about this, I can't remember the name of it, but basically they, have, they do wedding venues like in the back now too. But, oh, really? uh, and they're like on a river. And they actually have this thing now where people, um, it, it's part of this like uh, community of like campers. Um, and they pay like a fee and they can stop at like any place like across the country. And it's like farms, breweries, you know, things like that. And they are a part of this. So is it hip know, camp? 
What's that? Is it hip camp? I don't, I, I can't, I'm going to have to get, cause yeah. you know, we go there all the time. So I like know the owner by name and stuff now, but uh, so I'll have to ask them, but it's like, so we'll, you know, we'll be there. You know, they have like a little playground for the kids. Meg and I will bring the dog. Um, you know, the kids are playing and you know, you'll see where like the campers are. It, it only fits maybe 10 campers. If yeah. that, yeah. But, you know, so you'll have these people from, like, all over the country. They're like, yeah, we're just stopping in. We stop at farms, breweries, you know, stuff yeah. like that. And, you know, it's just – so it's just a really cool – it's a really awesome spot. They have everything from, you know, the good food to, you know, the music. They uh, they do, uh, like, ladies' nights. They have this thing. I, I don't do yoga, but they have this thing called goat yoga. Where Super they bring in these Yep. Where they bring in these baby goats that are, like, running around is, like, the people do yoga. Yep. Uh, so do you know what the downfall of yoga is? My wife and sister have done this. What's that? Nobody advertises it. You get covered in goat shit the whole time you're doing it. Really? Rabbit turds. Just shit everywhere. Okay, I could handle rabbit turds. <laughs> All over you while you're trying to do yoga? <sighs> hey, downward dog. Oh, forehead oh, and a turd. Raisinets <laughs> to the skull. But anyway, so yeah, Timberyard Brewing. Um, if you If you... Timberyard Brewery. It's in East Brookfield, right on Route Nine. Mm -hmm. um, if you go in the bathroom on the on the uh, uh, on the uh, stall, there's a lot of stickers that I have put there to include jigs and bigs, hooks at hoodlums, fresh yep. baits, all that. Uh, I've gotten <laughs> yelled at for it a couple times, but it's okay. It's okay. They're still there. They left them there. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, go check them out. And they do see that that I think is elevating the brewery to a whole other like it's one thing you see a lot of breweries that will partner with food trucks and stuff. But if they have their own and, and that's the key limited menu that rotates that changes. So there's always something going on that's going to keep people coming back. That's I'm going to have to check that out. You as a foodie, Bobby, yeah. you have to go there. I, it, the food is just mm. insane. The, um, the pickle it's cooked right there. Amazing. Fresh. Yeah, it, it's I can't say enough about it. No shit. Yep. That's our go-to. Yeah. Um, half because we're foodies, half because we're al alcoholics. Yep. It's a um, perfect pair, you know? But we're, but we're, um, oh, what's that? Productive alcoholics or whatever. Yes. Cause, cause functioning, 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 functioning alcoholics. Cause we bring our kids, let them play on the yeah. playground. Then we drive home there you with go. the kids. Well, let them just drive. kidding. It's just funny. kidding. We drink responsibly. Yeah, you know that's half of it. You're eating while you're drinking, and you know that's a big part of it. You know, it's not like you're like, what's for dinner? Well, the appetizer is a shot of Jim Beam, and the the main course is a PBR. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was Bobby Rose Beef mid twenties. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. Yep. Like yep. or my favorite, my favorite. Oh, when times were really tough. Uh, there was, there was, uh, what I had, uh, I called, uh, black label Wednesdays where I'd walk my ass around in the seven 11 and I would buy one of those big ass burritos, a Z Z big ass and a six pack of black label. And I would just drink myself till I passed out. <laughs> Fun fact. Yeah. Let's see if you guys can guess it. What was the first alcohol I bought as a 21 year old Zima? Holy fuck. No way. He's right. Really? Hundred <laughs> percent. No kidding. I thought I that shit was no. I, I was like, well, I, I drink Bud Lights. I've been drinking Bud Lights since I was sixteen. Now that I can buy something. I'm gonna fucking. I want something wow, different. Nice wow. one, Sean. Wow, Zima. But I'm I'm both proud and ashamed. It, wait, wait, well, hold on, hold on. Proud, proud that I knew it. Ashamed that that's what you did. Because age, 
age, like, so Zima came in two phases. There was the phase when Sean and I were like in, I want to say like middle school, early high school, where it first early came high out. School. Yeah, first, first, first came out. And then it kind of disappeared. But then it came back in like the early 2000s. So that was, I turned 21 in 2005. <laughs> 2005. 2005. Yeah. <laughs> so, All I yeah. remember is it gave that was like my first experience with fucking heartburn. Oh my god, yeah, absolutely. Dude introduced in, in nineteen ninety-three. Yeah. Wow. So there you go. I, Same thing I you can't Wikipedia. believe you fucking get like I was like, they'll never fucking guess it. Zima. Either gonna be it was either gonna be that Joe or Boons. I was uh, <laughs> honestly, I was uh, tell you the truth. I was like, no, Joe seems like he parties quite a bit. I was gonna go for fucking loco. Four oh, loco. Yeah, that shit wasn't out before that. But uh no, yeah, I was a partier <laughs> as a high school. That's why, you know, I joined the military because yeah. I was a partier in straighten, high school. But. Straighten yourself out. That I was not. I was not. Yeah. Then I got yeah. to my twenties and it was like I ran off a cliff. It was like, hey. Yeah. Yeah. You, know? you ever get chased by you ever get chased by the cops off a public school playground with uh two forties, a king cobra? No. Then I think you and I have different definitions of partying. So (laughs) I have my first time that I remember running from the police and the statute of limitations is done. Okay, good. Um, I didn't go to, I did all my schooling and whatever online or like at a community college, but my best friend at the time, he went to UConn and I was there every weekend. So it was like, I just got the good stuff out of UConn. You know what I mean? And but I joined the military, and you know I was fresh out of the military, not twenty one yet. I'm only like eighteen. I got my cool fucking camo backpack, walking around during spring weekend where there's a million people. I'm like, yeah, I'm the fucking military dude. Ba ba ba. With a thirty in the back, and I just remember, I just remember uh, the uh, a, a state trooper or the whatever go like, hey, you right there, stop. And dude, I just hucked the backpack as far as I could. Oh yeah. And it was like it was like that scene from uh oh fuck. What's that movie with um McLovin? Oh uh fuck, what the hell's the name of that movie? Oh why are we stupid? I can't think of it either. I, I know, I know. Fuck. Oh god. Super we bad. We- not old school. Uh Super bad. Super, super bad. bad. That's super what it bad. is. Super bad. So yeah. it was like that scene from Super Bad where he just fucking decks it and is sprinting. And it was like, oh, he's he's the fastest kid alive. And I just kept fucking running and I didn't stop and I never got caught. So and I went back to the bushes later. My fucking backpack was still there with my boots in it. That's amazing. Cause yeah, you think that setting, that thing was getting picked up quickly. Yep. Nope. Yeah. Didn't. Wow. Didn't chucked it right into the bushes. No one saw it because I mean it was pitch dark out. Um, But yeah. But you know, uh, real quick as well. That was also the first place I got pepper sprayed. The second place I took uh, (laughs) tear gas and watched my friends get arrested a bunch of times. But yeah, a lot of really good memories is what you're saying. A lot of really good memories. Yep. Yep. (laughs) That's freaking crazy. I like that. Oh, I love that. Uh, Pat Martin says, hey, PBR is still my beer. Nothing wrong with Pabst Blue Ribbon. Nothing wrong with Pabst Blue Ribbon whatsoever. It serves its place. You know what I mean? Probably one of the best, like, ice cold beers on the hottest days ever. Fantastic. But, you know, 
Not every day is about the double IPA. Most days so are, but you know. So what's your spot, Sean? Now that we went on this, yeah, tangent. little tirade. I'm going to go on a tirade. Okay, okay. I'm going to give a spot, and then I'm going to give my signature dish for it. We're going to go east to west. Gotcha. Max, Max at Chatham. If you're out fishing at Cape Cod, take the extra time. Drive out to Chatham. Go to Max. Their seafood is the freshest in the fucking world. Get anything on the menu, fried or get their fish tacos, which are also fried fish. But yep. the fish tacos hit the spot last time, but I have zero problem getting a uh, a, what, a bowl or a, whatever the fuck they are of uh, of uh, whole belly clams. Oh, yeah. Fried. Yep. So that's one. We're going to work inward towards Joe's neck of the woods. If you're ever visiting the beautiful city of Worcester ah. before, before or after a fishing trip, stop into the new kitchen spelled N-U, like new metal. Limp Biscuit will not be played there. New kitchen has the chorizo egg bowl. You want to do that. You want to do it twice, maybe a third time on Sunday. Maybe thrice, yeah. Coming home from a long trip in Western Mass, right around lunch or dinner time, stop into Richard's Grinders at Westfield. Oh, my God. Get your, get your sandwich of choice. It doesn't fucking matter. You can do no wrong there. Yeah. Richard's, Richard's gives zero fucks. They will hook you up. Finally, should you find yourself in Oklahoma City. Oh, wow. We're going really west. Okay. Yes. This was my go-to after catching a big fish in my buddy's place. There's an Italian restaurant called Oliveto in Moore, Oklahoma, right outside of Oklahoma City. Their signature for me was the single best tomato uh, bisque I've ever had. I mean, ever. Like, I, I cannot find a place that can match really? this bisque. It's hmm. so good. And what I would pair it with was their, their one-person pizza, their single-person pizza, but they cooked it a hair differently. And I do not know the style of this. I'm not mm -hmm. going to say I'm a foodie and know this, but they would put the pizza in, a cheese pizza in, sauceless, right? No okay. sauce on this. Okay. Bake it until the cheese melted, pull it out, then put the sauce on in a funky little fucking, look mm -hmm. at me, I'm a four-star fucking chef design. Yep put it back in so the sauce cooked almost to god it was like i don't even know how to describe it it was like a gusher of marinara sauce when you oh, bit into it okay so it was like a it was like a a casing but it was it was absolutely amazing so i used to make pizzas for my kids sometimes and they'd say oklahoma style and i would just be like all right throw the throw the cheese down cook all that shit and then put the sauce on afterwards and throw it back in no so shit. all the vetos and i'm pretty sure they're still open they made it through the pandemic um richards mm -hmm. and mac and max and new kitchen i've been to recently i haven't been to oklahoma city in a few years so um if you're in oklahoma city and you're looking for something quick yeah and really really good italian food all of Edo's. Richards, the entire beef family can sign off on Richards. A fantastic, yeah. fantastic local establishment. There is one spot I want to mention here because we've talked about this from the early days of Jigs and Bigs. You longtime listeners may have heard Sean and myself talk at length about Mrs. Mitchell's Kitchen. Of course. Now, Mrs. Mitchell's is just a wonderful little... Locally owned, 
breakfast and lunch spot that just delivers. I have been there uh, after fishing and had uh, the one of my favorites over there is the traditional Irish breakfast, the Irish fry up. It's very like they even give the option with the brown bread, which is super traditional, um, black and white pudding, beans, tomatoes, uh, the whole nine yards. It is just amazing. I love it, um, but their omelet selection is fantastic. They do like a build-your-own omelet, but I- I'm going to highly recommend the specials too because I've gone in there before and there was like a lobster eggs benedict that was like slap you in the face delicious. Yeah, just True. absolutely amazing. Whether you like a savory breakfast, whether you like a sweet breakfast, they got you covered. But I, 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 I bring them up because recently they purchased a, 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 another restaurant, a Holyoke staple mel's mel's restaurant is uh, a staple in Hoyoke, has been forever um i man i remember going there when i was a kid when i moved back to Holyoke. i went there and i had dinner with my parents i was like wow this is so crazy so many memories you know what i mean I, it's just nothing's changed but they bought it and they're moving the operation into that building, which is going to allow them m- way more seating, um, which, you know, compared to the the old location for Mitch- Mrs. Mitchell's, it, it's going to be fantastic. They also have a liquor license with this because that was Ooh. part of it. And that means that who knows what's going to happen as far as maybe more hours, maybe more uh, menu items. Maybe they get into the dinner game a little bit, you know, who knows? So this could be amazing. And some for the locals out there, from what I understand, the Mel's. Uh, pasta sauce, the Mel's sauce recipe came with the purchase. So I believe that they will still be like utilizing that because I think you can buy it in jars. That's what they would do is they would make it. You could buy it in jars, take it home. So I think they're still going to be doing that or whomever is involved with it is like still in the operation or something. Like, there was some kind of buzz on the well, on the Facebooks, I believe, on a, on a Holyoke community Facebook page. I think that's where I read something about that. But very, very cool. So congrats to Mrs. Mitchells. Orla, we love you. You know, uh, many a Jigs and Bigs meeting was had with uh, just um, bottomless cups of coffee. It was good. It was good. Nice. That was really good. That was a lot of fun. Um, Guys, I do have some interviews on deck. Uh, You know, it's not like we're hitting some kind of a dry spell here. I do have some folks already scheduled. It's just the way it kind of worked out. This week ended up without an interview. So we will be having some guests on there. I'm really, really, really excited to get Dave Erke on. uh, He is the Wolf of Walmart on YouTube and on uh, Instagram. Um, I'm interested to have this conversation with Dave because he, he recently bought a new kayak. Um, I think he bought a, I think it's a, I think it's a bonafide RVR, um, bought, bought a kayak and it's actually installed the same boondocks landing gear that I've got on mine and actually is on the NAR, Sean. And, yep. uh, you know, he's been doing some content like with like the upgrades and all this other kind of stuff. Very interesting. So I'm interested to have a conversation with that. We're going to get to see Dave in Columbus. He's going to be there for the Columbus, uh, fishing expo. So that'll be a blast. He is a dark horse pro staffer and like, I mean, just the, this whole circle of dudes that's going to be in Columbus at this Airbnb is just going to be insane. I'm really looking forward to this whole experience. Um, I think this is going to be a really good winter. You know, um, I think I'm done with the kayak for this year. 
I think I'm going to be packing it up and uh, I'm going to be hitting the banks probably exclusively until I just can't any longer. But uh, I feel like I've got a couple of winter camping trips in me uh, and uh, some, a bunch of other stuff going. So I'm looking forward to that. Do you guys have anything this winter that you're looking forward to? Any any kind of trips or anything that you're planning? No, I got nothing this winter. It's all basketball. Basketball already started. I'm, I'm next As of next week, I'm in full swing until March. So. Yeah. What about you, Joe? Your mic is muted. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. Hang on. I'm going to try and unmute you, see if I can manually do it. Boom. There we go. Oh, I can't. Their mic isn't connected is what it's saying. Oh, well. All right. Well, we are going to go ahead and wrap this sucker up, guys. Thank you so much for checking out another episode of Jigs and Bigs. You guys are absolutely amazing. Um, do us a favor. And uh, if you are out there catching fish, definitely like this time of year, like we could use a little bit of a uh, of a bright spot in our, our Instagram timelines and stuff. Go ahead and tag us in your fish picks. We appreciate it. Um, as always, if you're listening, regardless of the uh, platform you're listening on, but especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, give us a rating and a review. Go ahead and leave us a review over there. It really does go a long way to help the entire show kind of help some things. Um, so, you know, if you can uh, absolutely do do that, that'd be great. And if you want to become a jig head, you always can. As a reminder, uh, tickets are available for the 200th episode. They're available at jigsandbigs.com. There's a little banner that we put up on the page that you can click on that. It'll bring you right over there. If you have the Eventbrite app, you can just search jigs and bigs and you'll see it there. Uh, tickets are being sold through Eventbrite. Um, it is a, uh, the ticket price does not, there is no additional ticket fees or anything else like that. So the price that you see there is the price that you're going to pay. Know that this is a bit of an endeavor. Like the food is costing quite a bit to make this happen. Uh, but it's worth every penny and Munich house often over delivers. I'm really, really looking forward to this event. This is going to be fantastic. So tickets are available now. Get your friends together. Come on out. Support a great cause. Veterans Inc. is uh, doing the good work out there. We want to support them as much as we can and uh we will see you guys in seven days for more freaking awesome jigs and uh bigs goodness don't go too far guys we'll see you in seven days for more good stuff like we always say it's an ass <laughs>
<coughs> You're doing great for time. It's not even 8 o'clock. I love life. I'm dying. <sighs> we are rolling. We got the three, two. I'm going to do that again. All right, for real this time, three, two.